0: Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me again. This is Evelyn and this is the Life Over Matter podcast and today it's going to be a little unorthodox. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about a couple different things. I uh, am up, it is the middle of the night and I am traveling right now and so um, I can't sleep. And it's the middle of the night. I've been reading all night. I've become somewhat of a bookworm lately. I, uh, if I could put it in a, in a picture, since you guys can't see me, if you've ever seen the movie Neverending Story, it's on Netflix right now. It's a kid's movie, but it was one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. And there's this boy in the movie and he gets teased and things like that. He's going through a really hard time, especially for a little kid. And he ends up stealing this book off of a, a book owner. He doesn't steal it per se. He writes a note and says he's going to bring it back, but it's this big, thick book. And it's the never-ending story. And uh, he's running from these bullies. And he he goes into the attic of a school. I think it's I think it's a school. And he finds, like, an old wool blanket and some candles and stuff. It's very, like exercising your imagination but he starts reading the never-ending story and he starts imagining himself in it as a form of like escape from the stresses of everyday life in general right as much stress as you can have when you're a you know 12 year old boy (laughs) at any rate it's what reminds me of myself lately because I have been kind of jumping into, you know, learning about the way that we think, the way that we do, the way that we feel, the way that we do, what inspires us, what brings us down, what makes us feel like what we're doing isn't worth it or what we're doing is worth it and that, you know, you need to press on that more or life in general and just getting the most out of it, squeezing all the juices out of it before you know, it squeezes the juices out of you, you know, and so it has been a blend of a a bunch of different things. It has been, you know, becoming more educated spiritually. It has um, taught me how to take better care of my body, better care of my mind, and exercises on what you know, can still be improved. There's all these things that change every single day. Elements in everybody's life. Adjustments and, you know, the only thing constant is change. I say it all the time in this podcast. And so the more I read, the more my mind opens up to all these different possibilities of things that I didn't know. And I think that's the autodidact in me. But I also think that that is kind of like looking into the dark corners of what you would just walk past normally right kind of shining the light the flashlight and so I think it's super interesting and something that I've come across a lot lately I was reading you know about Carl Jung I'm also reading The Alchemist as I've told you guys in the podcast though The Untethered Soul is still happening which was kind of unexpected on me. I thought that it was going to be one way, but it actually turned out to be fantastic in a whole different way because it taught me about the conscious mind, which was something that I hadn't even gotten there yet in my mind to be able to look into. So it kind of snuck up on me, but then I was so intrigued, I started looking into it a bit further. And then just the world of synchronicity uh, with Carl Jung and you know his whole thought process on things. And archetypes are, are incredibly, you know, they're they're a interesting aspect of a perspective, right? So, I uh, have been kind of hiding under the proverbial wool blanket, so to speak, with my candles and, you know, I have fireplaces in my house, and so. You know, I get under the blanket and I have my Kindle and I just start reading. And the next thing I know, it's two hours later, it's three hours later. And that's how I get when I meditate too. When I do it before work, I've got to be really careful because I only have so much time before I have different things that I have to do to get ready for work, right? And, you know, it's very important to me to keep my obligations to people, you know, like if I... If I said I was going to follow up on something, or if I said that I was going to polish something off, or if I said that I was going to be there, you know, for a special event or or something like that, it's really important to hold that or to see it through, you know? And so there's preparations that need to take place. So for meditating in the morning, which I think is very important, and as you guys know, I highly suggest that everybody do that. Uh, it's also um, something that I can do. <laughs> And if I let myself go, I, you know, it could be two hours later, it could be three hours later. And a big part of that is just getting lost in my thoughts. You know, meditation is clearing yourself, it's clearing your brain, it's relaxing. And it's, for me, there's a part of doubt that becomes more confident. Self, self self-wise, my any, any self-doubts that I have about something that's coming up that I'm nervous about, or if there is, you know, a charity that I'm trying to raise money for, or some, you know, a family that I'm helping of some kind, I get confidence that they're going to be okay, that, you know, that it's worth it somehow, or that even though it's a little bit, that it's going to make a big difference and it makes me feel like that time is well spent, right? And those kind of things, are some of the things that i think about when i'm meditating because my mind clears out and i kind of get tripped up on the thoughts that are burning me you know and meditation is kind of like the water that puts out that fire if that makes sense so if i've got a lot of things going on and i'm super nervous about something i've got something on my mind and it could be great things too it's not just things I'm worried about. I could be, you know, excited about something that's going on at work or something that's going on in my head or something I'm, you know, something that makes me smile, you know, and I will just think about that the whole time I'm meditating. (laughs) You know, occasionally I'll say in this podcast, you know, if I'm in a conversation with with anybody about something big or even something trivial or whatever, you know, if you feel a little tingle on the back of your neck, it might just be me meditating. <laughs> you, might, you might be picking up some of those vibes, right? Uh, and that's so true. It's because my imagination is just so vivid and it's helped me through grief, uh, you know, if you've been listening to this for a while, then you probably know, but if you haven't, I'll I'll let you guys know again. Over the pandemic, I lost 5 people that were either in my family or I was very very close to. And through that part of this whole journey for me, it was incredibly lonely. I had one of the people that I'd lost was a huge inspiration to me for my for my diet and you know would come over every sunday and help me she was an older lady and i live in in a retirement community you know in south florida and so she would come over and she had all of these awesome recipes and i am from an italian family i'm italian And we would get together and we would, you know, think of all of these healthy meals and and recipes. And she would help me, you know, peel the cucumbers and all of the stuff that takes a lot of time. But as we were prepping that food and measuring it and putting it in, you know, two, three ounce containers at the time, she would tell me stories about her life. And it was so incredible. And we did this forever. We did this for like three years um, she would just tell me stories about like, you know, her husband was a driver for Frank Sinatra. And he was, you know, dr- he was in all different kinds of circles with different celebrities and things like that. And she would tell me the stories. And if we weren't prepping food, because as you know, my my journey for the food stuff has been my entire life. but And I've always been... Portioning probably for like the last five years or so, but three years has been like the real milestone for me of when all these awakenings started to occur. And when she passed away from COVID, it left just this tremendous space and I was, you know, still having to motivate myself to, you know, portion that food on Sundays and Wednesdays. And I was still trying to motivate myself to think of new and innovative recipes. And, you know, sitting there most of the time in silence, you know, because I'd also, you know, lost my dog. And, you know, I know it sounds kind of like, oh, well, your dog doesn't talk to you. But I had the dog for like 17 years. I mean, I'd, I'd gotten her when I first moved to Florida. I was just a kid, you know. And, of course, a very ambitious kid, but I was alone and, you know, it was just a dog and I. And so that just scratches the surface of the loss that I endured. And, you know, this podcast episode is not to talk about that, but, um, you know, through this journey and that loss and, and everything like that, I have, you know, really questioned like, are there solutions for everything? Are there ways to combat, you know, feeling sad or feeling unhappy about something that is teaching you something, getting back up and learning from failure over the course of the last couple of years? I've been very honest and, uh, you know, candid about some of the things that I've tried that haven't worked out, you know, and I've done that on purpose through this podcast just so that people understand that while we are all fighting for the greater good that toxic positivity is a common topic that is happening now and that is actually what I'm going to talk about today uh, because as I was going through some of these articles and going through some of these ideas and things and you know trying to read myself to sleep I thought okay what the heck Let's go ahead and create an episode and let's talk a little bit about toxic positivity and find out what the problem is with it and why it is such a thing right now, you know, and I can relate to it and um, in a few minutes you'll find out why, Uh, but it's 12 minutes and 11 seconds in so what I'm going to do is go to a quick break and uh, I'll be back right after this and we'll talk a little bit more about the topic of toxic positivity. Okay. Thank you so much for staying with me over the break. And uh, as I was talking about before we went to break... Um, something that I've been running into in some of the articles that I've been reading and some of the psychological circles I have been a part of is this new thing. I guess it's not new. I guess it's just conceptually comfortable to speak of now is, uh, these terms it's called toxic positivity and, uh, it's, it's really interesting. I was, um, looking through some videos and things and I ran into and you guys might have seen it it's circulating right now pretty heavy this video of this beautiful girl who was passing away from what looked like might have been cancer and she was talking to the camera as like a final message and in that final message she was telling people that it is okay to feel sad sometimes it's okay to feel bad It doesn't have to be positive all the time. You don't have to put on this face to make out like everything is fine when it's not because it's unhealthy. Not to let your feelings go from start to finish, right? And I don't know if it was because she was sick or because she was strikingly beautiful or if it was the message. But afterwards, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I thought to myself of, you know, just the position that I'm in professionally, I try to keep everything positive all the time. And when something negative comes across, because it's bound to happen, it's life, I try to develop a solution immediately. And if that solution doesn't work, I usually have a plan B or a plan C. And that's kind of what I'm known for in my professional life is I put out the fires. Like that's, that's been said about me a million different times is that, you know, I put out fires and and what that means in, in my, in my business that, that I, that I, I work is when, you know, something, when, when it hits the fan, I'm able to smooth it out somehow. And it's, it's a strength that I have. And I, uh, I love doing it. It's it's a challenge for me. It keeps me adrenaline rushed throughout the day, and it keeps me uh, feeling good about myself and what it's all about, what it's all for. But there are moments in there that get incredibly stressful. I've talked about it on this podcast before. When I get really really stressed out, when it's not going great, right, my scalp starts to tingle, which is crazy. I've never heard of anybody of that happening to anybody before. But I've already, you know, gotten hives before I've had to like get up and, and go for a walk like just because that my adrenaline gets really high and then I'm I'm rooting for the greater good and then psh, rock bottom right and then two seconds later it's up and up and up again and everything's great and then sometimes it stays great and then sometimes it doesn't stay great and I have a bad day right which we all have okay but Why this affected me so much, seeing this video with this girl, was because here she is at the last moments of her life. It had said after the clip was over that she had passed away, after she left the message. But here she is at the last moment of her life, last moments for life. And her message is don't buy in to all of this positivity to make you feel like it's not okay to experience your sad emotions. Let that happen. Grow from those experiences. Allow it to let you become the person that you're meant to be. And it really, I started thinking to myself, you know, like I love positivity. I love smiling. I love, you know, hearing babies laugh. I love (laughs) puppies. Like I, I'm all about that life. But I also come from a family, like, I come from an upbringing when I was a child, a, a small child, where, you know, in certain situations, you didn't speak if if you weren't spoken to, you know, and, which is fine, it's, it's, that kind of discipline was one of the best things that ever happened to me, to be honest with you, um, but I still think about it to this day, and, you know, uh, it's been a long time, <laughs> but... My point is, is that solutions are great. Positivity is great, and I always push my team to give me solutions, and I try to always have the solutions surround me when I'm at home too. Uh, but are we cutting ourselves back? Are we cutting ourselves short by not by gaslighting? You know, and that was another thing that kind of I I started going down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, well. You know, if, if in life there is toxic positivity, right, where everybody's making out like everything's okay when it's not because they're kind of faking it until they make it until things get great again, you know, then where is the balance, right? Because like I said, when I meditate, my mind clears and I'm able to oil the well, you know, and Find out the answers, find the confidence to move forward, the self-esteem that makes it okay, the relaxation that comes with the well-thought-out decisions, the wisdom to be able to, you know, provide mentorship, to be able to, you know, provide time and energy to charitable donations and give back and clear my head to learn about the earth and and spirituality and and more about what life's meaning is right and you can either go one way or the other really because if think about toxic negativity right which is something that nobody talks about right I looked and looked and there wasn't really anything of substance that I could find article wise or video wise on toxic negativity and I thought that was kind of ironic right. Because there's these people that are talking about toxic positivity, which to a degree I agree with. Uh, And I I definitely find myself using positive affirmations and explanations as solutions for, uh, you know, things that maybe aren't ready to be solved yet, or maybe avoiding dealing with the truth of what that reality is if that makes sense right and so then I'm just opening Pandora's box here just for conversation and I hope that you know I hear from some of you on this because I really think that it's an interesting uh it's an interesting thought process that has come to light uh in general and I think that we haven't heard the last of it yet You know, I think that it's definitely something that once the word gets, you know, around to the right vocal people, that it will be looked at a little bit more granularly, which I'm looking forward to. Um, But I definitely think that I'm guilty of it, like I said, because, you know, to a degree, I definitely appreciate when I have learning opportunities and I appreciate other people's mentorship to me. I uh, also am grateful every moment of every hour of every day like i just take so much time to look around and feel blessed and grateful for the love that i have in my life and the education that i have and you know everything everything the food on my table the roof over my head the car in my driveway like i never neglect or take for granted the gifts that I've been given, you know, in comparison to some of the things that I've seen or experienced while I've been out. Or, you know, even earlier, you know, at times in my own life, you know, it is something that you never forget. And that's why, you know, I tried to learn very early on about financial well-being and investment opportunities and being smart with those kind of things. Uh, Even if those didn't always work out according to plan, at least I was trying to learn, trying to educate others, trying to inquire be the question asker and just keep on asking questions and learning and not being afraid of other people thinking that you're stupid because you have a million questions who cares what they think you know just find out as much as you can because you want to know a plan a a plan b a plan c to prepare you know and just throughout that journey when you're celebrating failures in order to help yourself spring back up you give yourself this dose of positive energy and you say you know wait a minute I may have failed this but I also succeeded in this and this and this and this and that took strength it took knowledge it took courage it took wisdom right and that is the positivity that helps you get back up now when you're gaslighting yourself you're telling yourself that a situation is not as bad as what it is to keep from dealing with it and that's a totally different thing right and i agree with that like when something comes along you have to look at what it really is and, so, and that's not the easiest thing to do all the time right and so people will push it off like oh it'll be better later you know or they'll say you know that it's not happening at all right i uh had, uh, I had a friend <clears throat> that you know had some fa- like family who also had passed away, uh, from the pandemic, and the estate for those members of the family just never got seen, it never got talked about, it never got dealt with, and it's just hanging in limbo. And it's been a year and a half, and it's just because no one in the family wants to deal with it it wasn't a a big estate it was a it was a small estate and you know it's not my family uh they're they're friends of mine but when you think about that the longer they go it's just not going to get dealt with it doesn't make it better but it just doesn't it doesn't get dealt with so you know it, it pushes things away you know it hides and masks true feelings um and you know It's just to get by or just to get on with it, right? It's just to make the time pass whenever you're not dealing with those kind of things, right? And toxic negativity is, you know, just when people are just Debbie Downer, right? I don't know if you've ever seen, excuse me, on Saturday Night Live, they've got this character and it's Debbie Downer. And everything that happens, she has something negative to say about it. And if you'll notice, the people who look down on everything or look at things in a negative way are the people who aren't coming up with solutions. And I think that's the key, you know, and that's something that I'm learning more than ever over the course of time is just that, you know, if you don't think of any solutions, it doesn't matter if you're positive or if you're negative. And it's in a, you know, toxic way, another air quote moment for me. (laughs) But, you know, either way, you have to think of solutions. And I always tell my team that, you know, because they'll get so frustrated over certain things and I'll, you know, explain to them, we need to come up with solutions. And they always end up coming out on the other side stronger and more confident and, you know, I mean, they're just they come out feeling like heroes, because the next time it happens to them, they're polished, they're ready for it. They're they're They feel and, and what I love about it is that it's not that I enjoyed watching them have that moment of frustration. But I loved watching them pick themselves up and find the strength that they thought that they had depleted you know and that magic is something that is hard to teach you know it's it's something that's hard to process and that's the you know the determination not to gaslight and say all right this sucks it happened to me but what did I learn from it I do have the courage to get back up. I'm going to try it again. And if I fall, oh, well, if I don't though, uh, or I could fall 10 times, but if I get up the 11th time, then that's the time that's going to make the difference. That's the time that I'm going to come through stronger than ever. And maybe for every single time after that, it'll be a different issue that I'll be dealing with, but I'll be a stronger person because of it. I will be more polished. I will be sharper. I will be ready, you know, because I think that one of the hardest parts of when you try something new and you don't succeed at it right away is that feeling of rejection. And I've talked about that in this podcast too, is like there's no feeling like the feeling of rejection, you know. And rejection is one of those types of failures that teaches you how to be prepared for the next time you try and to appreciate the time when you succeed, right? And I think that there's a part of everybody that, you know, just hates that challenge sometimes. And some people really, you know, get that adrenaline from it. But there, I mean, it depends on what the challenge is, right? Right. And then when you finally are able to succeed at that goal, after, you know, going through all of the little webs of issue that could come from it, that piece of completion within you, or at least within me, is beyond beyond all uh, amazing feelings, you know? And then you can move on to something different, which is even better, right? And... What, what I think helps too is having a foundation of people that you communicate with that share the same feelings as you, you know, that no matter how amazing you are at something or no matter how much you lack, that you can see each other eye to eye and respect the I'm not always going to be right or I'm not always going to... Be- have the best ideas or be the greatest you know of anything that anybody has ever known as much as anybody tells you that you're wonderful at something that you can be humble enough you know exercise the humility to say well I might be the best at this if you guys say so but look at all of these things that I could work on look at all these things that I am working on right and to understand at the end of the day it's about what's inside of you right and that's what this podcast is about is finding out what's inside of me and what's inside of you right and in that journey in that understanding is the sharper you the more polished you the more empathetic you who feels what others are feeling and understands where they're coming from because you've been there that wisdom that precedes the failures that nobody, nobody experienced with you, but you, you know, and I was pretty, I was pretty honest a couple weeks ago, and then I realized that a couple episodes before that, I had the same honesty about my fear of presenting in front of people and how I will get it and I'll be, I'll be awesome at it and everything will be great and then I'll, I I present all the time, every day, actually, uh, And I get myself all stoked up. I play music and I got, you know, my stones with all my energy and I've, you know, had my thorough meditation first and my hefty glass of caffeine and I get out there and sometimes I kill it. I nail it. And afterwards I'm like, yes, Evelyn, you're awesome. You did great. And then sometimes I feel, I know afterwards that it's just plummet. It's just awful (laughs) and it makes me never want to put on another presentation again because then I'm scared, you know, it's, I've got this fear now where I didn't before because I felt more polished. I felt, you know, like conquering the world when I was done, right? But now I know that it could go either way. So when it goes great, I appreciate it more and then I take mental notes from it. I say, okay, right? It was more like a conversation than a presentation. I involved the audience members and that helped take the pressure off of staying in order or technical difficulties or, you know, all right, Evelyn, don't care so much if every single file on your desktop popped up whenever you went to go to the PowerPoint or to the numbers or, you know, double, triple check, you know, and each time... I mess up I think I mess up less which is great <laughs> do you know what I'm proud of though and this is not toxic positivity at least not in my eyes because I'm still conquering it right and I this is something I was reflecting on and I was like you know what I'm gonna do the episode about this because it's important to me uh, and that's because I keep trying right I, uh, I I think that what's awesome about it is that I've got this dangling carrot over me, and that is that I know that I was once wonderful at it, and it was mindless. It was almost like something else took over me when I was presenting, and that I got back in, you know, Evelyn checked back in at the end of the presentation. But as long as it was my nerves telling the story, then I was fine. I could take any question. I could take any heckle. I could take anything. And then, like I said, at some point, I just lost that confidence and it shines through the fact that I don't have the confidence sometimes, you know, and then there's sometimes where I'm talking about something that I'm very passionate about and it's not an issue. I, you know, am able to present in front of numerous amounts of people and I'm able to display all of these different kinds of examples of what I'm trying to convey And I am looking people right in their eyes. It's not like one of those things where I'm imagining that the audience members aren't wearing any clothes or anything like that. I am having a very intricate discussion with what seems to me as I'm presenting with each individual person, and I can feel that within me. And then I have a presentation that's much less people. I mean, much. I mean, like small room kind of uh, amount of people, and I'm not... I'm not hitting that target with myself, you know. And then for hours afterwards, I'm just, Evelyn, what were you doing? Why didn't you do this? I'm just not happy with myself. That toxic negativity, right? But then there comes a point where this light bulb goes off. And I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. You can't take it back. It already happened. So brush yourself off. Get yourself back up. Learn from what mistakes you made. Listen to what criticism you received. Work on it. Polish it. Teach it to others once you're able to get it down, you know? Maybe that is the message. Maybe that is the purpose, right? And, you know, again, when I have the ones that go amazing, it is like I appreciate it more and more every time. It's like I... I really am like, I got through to them. They heard me. They understand me. That's what is happening um, a little bit, you know, with this podcast, actually. I, um, you know, have shared it with a little bit more people that know me, uh, as you guys know, uh, that listen to this, that know me. Uh, I did not share this openly with everybody that I know. I still haven't. Just a few chosen people that I trust you know and over the course of time those people have given me feedback and because they're my friends they have you know let me know what's great about everything and you know in this mentality of being nervous about presenting and things like that um, and not being seen just being heard which is a totally different type of confidence because I am I'm just talking and having a conversation with all of you, right? Um, And I'm imagining in my head what you would think, what you would say, how you would feel, what advice would you give me through all of these exercises and living your best life and learning about culture and traveling and all of these things. And I have no issue with doing it. And some of the people have given me such wonderful feedback that makes me celebrate the fact that I decided to do it in the first place, you know, Uh, because there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not, I'm not creating as big of an impact or I'm not making the changes that I want to be making at the pace that I was looking forward to making them at. Or, you know, I still struggle with a degree of perfectionism, not 100%, but I have this expectation that I want everything to be perfect. And that is a downfall that I work on all every day. And so, uh, and and that's more, you know, with work and just with my different priorities and, and time managing, you know, just in life. And so, you know, toxic positivity is something to be mindful of 100%. And I definitely think that it's something that after this podcast, you should Google it uh, because you may identify, like I did, with a couple different things. If you follow my Life Over Matter Instagram page, you'll you'll find that I'm always trying to lift people up. I try to be real, though. I try to share my spiritual journey, which is, you know, all the rivers leading to the same ocean. I don't identify with one thing or another. Um, but I, you know, I cover these things because the people that follow the the Instagram page... I want them to see that when they wake up in the morning, or when they're getting ready for their day, or when they're thinking about the negatives that are going on in their life, they know that it's temporary, and that it will pass, that it's going to be okay, that the sun is still going to shine the next day, hopefully, but that to appreciate their life, because they never know when they're going to be taking that last breath. And that was the lesson that I'd learned from the grieving that I did over the last couple of years, which is the seed that planted this podcast, which was really just if life is going to be this short, then how do I understand it better? How do I live it better? How do I, how do I, you know, inspire others to come along this journey with me and experience this with me? At any rate, my episodes have been so long lately. Just because I've been reading and I've been, you know, talking about The Alchemist and I've been talking about The Untethered Soul and conscious awareness and, you know, my sleeping issues <laughs> and how I'm up in the middle of the night every night. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm educating myself uh, more than ever. And I'm learning about life and I am excited and I'm, I'm anxious to share it with all of you. I I like I said I imagine what all of you are saying when you're listening to it I the feedback that I do receive on some of the ideas and the exercises that I do and and like I said the synchronicity episode which flew through the roof uh, with listens I you know I relate to that and you know just like this article about Toxic positivity. I I related to it. I thought to myself, you know, it's really interesting that someone somewhere was brave enough to say, you know what, quit gaslighting. If it's bad, say it's bad. You know, deal with it. You know, swallow it. It's hard. You know, but but make it happen and learn from it. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to experience downfall because at the end of the day, it's what makes us better. It's what makes us smarter and stronger and and that's the part of it that you don't see when you're in the pit of it myself included when when you're you're feeling like that right and so I hope that me talking about it got your brain moving a little bit today I believe that this is going to be published out on Saturday and again I'm traveling around so when you think of me uh think of that and um i just hope that you enjoyed it and if you've got any feedback for me like always in every episode you know you can email me at evelynkishayahu.com you can reach out to me on my anchor uh app you can leave me a voicemail uh, a lot of people will do that uh you can reach out to me on instagram uh you can dm me uh, or you know you can comment whatever whatever you prefer uh or if you don't want to comment and this this impacted you in any way, please feel free to share it with your friends and your family. Um, and I, I just hope that you were able to, um, to get something from this today. If you would love to join me again, uh, I have new episodes that are every Wednesday and Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And I talk about everything under the sun at this point. I don't think anything is off the table. With all that being said, thank you for listening and and have a wonderful morning, a, a great afternoon and a good night.